I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. hundred years ago, there was a man named John. Or was it 80 years ago? Or was it today? Even John's not sure. All he really knows is that while so many things change, there are also so many things that stay the same. Traveling through the web of time with his old friend Ed in their ever-changing barbershop, John makes a point to always grab the local newspaper. The time capsules that let him and Ed know exactly where, and more importantly, when they are. No matter what part of time they land in, it seems John and Ed are known by every local they encounter, so it's best they stay up on the times. Today we find John returning to the shop with a copy of the Alexandria Gazette. The date is July 29, 1914, and they are in a place called Alexandria, Virginia. Yesterday, the Austro-Hungarian Empire declared war on Serbia. Today, Britain calls for international mediation to resolve the worsening crisis while Russia urges German restraint. Nevertheless, the Russians begin partial troop mobilization as a precaution. The Germans then warn Russia on its mobilization and begin to mobilize themselves. So many moves are taking place all over Europe, but that's not all that was happening. In the United States, the first transcontinental phone link was made on this day between New York City and San Francisco, and the first test call was made on the newly completed transcontinental phone line between New York and San Francisco. The last pole was actually erected and the line completed two days earlier on July 27th. Commercial service did not start until January 25th of the next year, but it was absolutely today when the first long-distance phone call was actually made. All the while, the trial of one Mrs. Hall became national news. And now we too are falling through the archives. Well, Ed, looks like we stayed the night again. It's still in Alexandria, and it is still 1914. Stayed the night, so it's July 29th, right? Yes, sir, it sure is. Go on. What's happening in the world today? What have they found out about the war yet? I'm not sure. Give me a minute, would you? Let me get myself situated. Oh, yeah? Go on, Ed. All right, let's see here. It's Wednesday, July 29th, 1914. Well, dang nabbit, man. You already told me that. Get to it now. Just calm down for a minute. Jeez. All right, let's see here. 
Tsar says he will defend his ally. Sends warning to Emperor William of Russia's purposes. Austria's act of war. 14 Russian army corps menacing Germany. Strike of 200,000 men called off. London, July 29th. Tsar Nicholas has personally communicated to the Kaiser the position of Russia in the Austria-Servian conflict, informing him that any invasion of Serbia will be immediately followed by Russia's mobilization orders. It was learned from the most authentic source today that the Tsar had sent a telegram to this effect to the German monarch. St. Petersburg, July 29th. Word from Serbia that the Austrian army has crossed borders or that Belgrade has been formally occupied will be immediately followed by an order for the mobilization of the Russian army. Despite the fact that it is thoroughly understood here such action on the part of Russia would mean the issuance of mobilization orders in Berlin, preparation for the army concentration went on without interruption today. The Tsar held repeated conferences with the war and foreign affairs ministers. What amounts to partial mobilization is now in progress. 14 army corps are moving. The troops are being concentrated in the west and southwest from the German frontier to the Black Sea. The Foreign Office has been in communication with Berlin. Russia has declared her desire for peace. But the invasion of Serbia will not be countenanced. Germany has refused to interfere with the movements of Austria. And it's thoroughly realized that what may follow rests largely with the government of the Tsar. Tsar Nicholas is highly pleased with the support the throne has received as a result of the declaration of war between Austria and Serbia. With the general strike involving nearly 200,000 men called off, Patriotic demonstrations occurred in the capital and other cities. There were street demonstrations during which crowds marched on the British and French embassies and wildly cheered the envoys of the Tsar's allies. King Peter's Confidence Serbian ruler says that he can raise an army of 500,000 to repel invasion. Serbia, July 20th. We will crush Austria. With these proud words... King Peter of Serbia yesterday proclaimed himself and his country ready for combat and set at rest rumors that he was urging Prince Alexander, who had served as regent for a few weeks, to yield to Austria without giving battle. By calling up the reserves, said King Peter with flashing eyes, we will be able to put 500,000 men in the field. Every man is resolved to perish rather than allow his country, which has risen after 500 years of oppression, to be crushed. My Serbs are equal to one million Czechs, Hungarians, Germans, Croatians, Ruthenians, and Slovenians who form the Austro-Hungarian army. Everything divides the Austrian army, which will not fight for a single idea as we shall. Our fighters form the most formidable legion in the world. The officers are splendidly trained. The armament is ultra-modern. The infantry possesses 100-model Mauser rifles. The artillery has Maxims, and 1908 model French quick-firing guns. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For sale, eight-room brick house. Hot water heat, Cameron and Columbus Streets. Cozy eight-room and bathhouse, 201 North Columbus Street, with hot water heat, all modern plumbing, fine pack room and basement, Good south side porch overlooking Christ Church. Beautiful lawn. A nice house, very centrally located. See us at once for price and terms. Slaymaker Schneider Corporation, 612 King Street, office of the Rosemont Man. Increase weight quickly. Simple way for the thin and pale to be plump and rosy. Samos can hardly be termed a medicine. It is in reality a flesh-warming food. Taken before or after meals, it mingles with the food you eat enables it to assimilate and readily digest so as to make rich blood and pleasing plumpness. After Samoa's has been used a week or 10 days, a noticeable gain in weight is seen. The sallow complexion will become rosy. The sunken cheeks will have a ruddy glow. The eyes will be bright, the breast sweet, and the step elastic. Leadbeater and Sons customers have told them of the remarkable results following the use of Samoa's, the great flesh-warming food, and they are so thoroughly convinced of its reliability that they are selling it under their personal guarantee to refund the money if it does not do all that it is claimed for it. You who are thin and in poor health cannot afford to let another day pass without getting a 50-cent box of Samos on those terms. One of the last things that Commodores do before sailing on an expedition is to purchase Gibson's Pure Old Rye. Can you imagine a stronger testimonial? We have all kinds of liquors, carefully packed in neat cartons, ready for shipment to all sections of Virginia. From $2 to $8 per gallon, 
Have on hand Gibson's Double X, Triple X, and XXXX, and Pure Old Rye Old Cabinet and Monogram. Also, Baker and Thompson's Whiskies, to which we invite your attention. Should you feel deposed to send us an order, we know you'll be satisfied with the results. Soliciting your trade, we are yours respectfully, W.A. Johnson & Company. Can't say the Russians didn't warn them. Oh, but that King Peter of Serbia, he's talking about crushing Austria because he knows he has Russia looking mean and standing there right behind him. Well, he's not wrong. Any news on that Miss Hall case? Uh, nope. Not seeing anything. Oh, but looky here. Women better be a bit more modest hanging around this day and age. Listen to this. Wore a split skirt. Woman made to pin up at station house and dismissed with reprimand. Officer Reed yesterday arrested a woman who is attired in a manner in which he regarded as unconventional. She was conducted to the station house where she asserted her skirt was split accidentally as she stepped from the electric train. The woman was furnished with pins after having adjusted the garment to the satisfaction of the officer. She was allowed to depart from her home in Washington. She had visited this city for the purpose of interviewing an uncle who is a member of the profession recently taxed out of business in the capital city. This is the first case where the wearer of a split skirt or a sheer gown has attracted the attention of the Alexandria police. An offender was made to pay $50 in Richmond recently for appearing on the street, garbed in a manner to attract general attention. Ha! Give him a few more years and they'll be looking for pin-up girls all over the place. Give him a few more and they'll be looking for a lot more than that. Sure is funny how war will usher in all kinds of changes, huh? Some for the better, some for the worst. Oh, now, hold on. They do have a bit more on poor Mrs. Hall. Right here on the last page. Trial of Mrs. Hall. Counsel for woman wants degree of punishment left to discretion of jurors. Louisa, Virginia, July 29th. Such rapid progress was made yesterday in the trial of Miss Victor Hall, charged with the murder of her husband on the morning of April 15th, that out of first veneer of 33 men summoned to the court, 15 were selected to sit on the tentative jury of 16. And in the evening, out of the second veneer of three men, the 16th juror was selected making the panel complete. This morning, the defense exercised its prerogative of striking four men from the panel, and the remaining 12 entered upon their work of determining whether Miss Hall is innocent or guilty of killing her youthful husband. At the beginning of the examination of the tentative jurors, R. Lindsay Gordon, chief counsel for Miss Hall, interrupted the court to say that he wished his client to be tried under the new law, which leaves the discretion of the jury whether the death penalty shall be exacted or a prison sentence imposed. It was Mr. Gordon himself who introduced the statute in the General Assembly and caused it to be incorporated into the Code of Virginia. A trial by jury. Well, I hope that works out for her. Unless she did it. Then I guess I hope it works out for the law. I suspect it's going to work out for someone. Oh, man. This lady makes 10000 a day. What? What lady? Mrs. Hall? Nope. Miss Laura. Listen to this. Her income, 10000 a day. Miss Laura... The Hetty Green of Central America in New York. New York, July 20. Miss Isabel Laura, the Hetty Green of Central America, arrived yesterday from San Jose, Costa Rica, on the steamer Pastores. Miss Laura is a widow of 76 years old and is reputed to have the income of $10,000 a day. She made her money herself in farming and real estate. 
Notwithstanding her years, she is as spry and as keen of perception as a girl. Miss Laura is almost blind. Her destination is Paris to consult an eye specialist. She declared today she would give all of her money for the return of her eyesight. The widow was accompanied by Dr. W. George Laura, her nephew, and two companions, Mrs. Giona and Pacifica Inglesias, two beautiful girls of the perfect Costa Rica type. Now, I wonder what the perfect Costa Rica type is. I'm thinking it must be pretty beautiful at the very least. Well, you know, my mother always said that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Well, I'm certainly not going to disagree with your mom, at least not about that. Because she was right. Anyway, you know what I want to know. Go on. Yes, you and your nosy self. All right, let's see here. Social and personal. Interesting news notes about people of Alexandria, happenings in society. Miss Kate Waller Barrett, president of National Council of Women, has left her bungalow at Cape Henry and is now spending several weeks at Ocean Grove, New Jersey. Reverend Lewis of Iowa is a guest of Miss G. William Ramsey at her home on Cameron Street. But slight hopes are held out for the recovery of the city councilman, Frank C. Spinks, who has been seriously ill for the past two weeks. His death is expected within a few hours. Mr. and Miss James B. Gardner and Master J. Thomas Gardner left today for Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to be the guest of Mr. and Mrs. J.W. Chapman. Short list today. Really? That's it? Yep, that's it. I bet that poor Frank Spinks was dead before the paper was already dry. Eh, never heard of him anyway. Still hope this damn shop gets us out of this time soon. Like I always say, keep that hope up, Ed, but don't count on it. Tomorrow, Tsar Nicholas II of Russia will decree a general mobilization in response to Austria's declaration of war on Serbia. And with a heavy heart, he is claimed to have said, think of the thousands and thousands of men who will be sent to their deaths. And he was right. Thousands and thousands of men will indeed be sent to their deaths in the coming war. Will John and Ed stick around? Or is it time for them to fall a bit further through time? Guess we'll have to wait and see. Join me in a few days when we look in on John and Ed again as they continue falling through the archives. This podcast has been brought to you by Watershed Z Productions, starring Jim Hodges as the narrator, John Teach as John, Corey Andre as Ed, with special guest Mike Allender as advertisers. Music is from 1908 and 1912 and are in the public domain. In order, they are from 1912. Moonlight Bay by the American Quartet. When Uncle Joe Plays a Rag on His Banjo by Arthur Collins. Kentucky Days by the Peerless Quartet. That Precious Little Thing Called Love by Arthur Collins and Byron Harlan. Knockwood by Sophie Tucker. And from 1908, ABCs of the USA by Ada Jones and Bill Murray. Sound design and editing done by Hayden Hodges. 
The newspaper articles read on this show are actual accounts of the time period and can be found in the Library of Congress under Chronicling America. If you would like to help support the show, you can by sharing our show with your friends. Follow and leave us a review on iTunes. And check us out at Patreon at The Falling Archivist, where you'll find exclusive content and merchandise. In all honesty, it takes a lot to keep the show going, and we truly appreciate all the help we can get. Always pay attention to where and when you are, or you too may find yourself falling through the archives.